Today's horror story is written by User Not Found. Being young only happens once to everyone. It is only natural to try and make the best out of it, the most interesting, the most fun, and sometimes the most thrilling. We were almost 18 when we found the abandoned factory. We never found out what it was used for, or even if it was a factory at all. All we knew was it was a big building where we had our privacy. More like privacy, because we just used to do random shit that our parents wouldn't approve of. We smoked a bunch, sometimes the good stuff, and from time to time someone would bring something more interesting. Most of the time, however, we were just drinking beer or whatever alcoholic beverages we could find. With that, we had the interesting and the fun, only missing the thrilling. Of course, we just had to do a test of courage, and whoever failed had to drink a shot or two. Boiling it down, a test of courage is just doing something that you're afraid of. Sometimes overcoming your fears is a good thing. For example, irrational fears. Like the fear of going outside, or the fear of long words. Of course, we just could have dared someone to touch a spider, but that was obviously not thrilling enough. Ironically, I would have taken a shot for that. No, instead we dared everyone with something else. Like I said, the factory was big. It was also tall. On what was probably the seventh floor, it was missing a few walls, only leaving some metal rods where those once stood. Fear isn't a challenge. Not always are you supposed to overcome it. We dared everyone to go to those rods, grab onto them, and swing a full circle seven times in a row. Half of that circle would be outside of the building, of course. The fear of heights might be considered an irrational fear, but the fear of falling, however, is quite rational. Thinking back now, what happened next isn't surprising at all. We were seven at the beginning. We played rock, paper, scissors to decide the order. The first three actually tried losing to be first. I was one of them, as stupid as I was lucky. After everyone had their number, we started. To this day, I don't know why nobody took the shots instead. Some of us, like one, two, and three, really wanted to do it, but number four really wasn't into it. I guess she just wanted to fit in. Although none of us would have teased anyone in a serious manner had they decided to take the shot instead. We were all good friends after all. Number one really went at it. We didn't time how long we took for the seven circles, but he was definitely the fastest. I was number two and tried to be as fast as one, but it was no surprise that nobody was able to beat one in a fight of fitness. After three, it was four's turn. She was always the smartest one of us, so obviously she wasn't thrilled to do it. As I've already said, we wouldn't have teased anyone had they not done it. However, we did encourage her. One even went so far as to swing two more times on the rod, showcasing how secure it was. Guess he was the luckiest of all. Four took her time to position herself and started. One spin, two spin, three spins, four spins, five spins. Whenever someone falls in movies, it's shown in slow motion. It's actually the opposite. In the middle of the sixth swing, number four just disappeared. We didn't even understand what had just happened. There she was one moment, and the next, she wasn't. 
didn't even have the time to scream. Number six was the first to move. She walked to the ledge, stepping long but slow, knowing but not believing what happened. During these few moments, the ledge turned into a border, splitting realities. The moment six reached the ledge and saw what nobody wanted to believe, one reality shattered. Our reality. The one we had lived in until this very moment. And so the panic began. We didn't know what to do, how to react. Some cried, some argued, some stood in silent shock. We all were scared. It took us some time to go down from the seventh floor. We found four lying half on an old concrete beam. Her back was bent in a weird angle, both her legs broken beneath the knees. The elbows were shattered and the eyes bloodshot. That's at least what we could see on the first look. Had to see. Her hands appeared to be fine. She didn't try to break the fall. The fear we felt on the seventh floor came flooding back. Some of us ran away towards the forest, puking their guts out. It was then we realized what situation we were in. What would happen next? What would happen to us after this? A new type of fear set in. We were scared of what people would think of us when they found out. Scared to think about how our future was ruined. It may have been an accident, but we encouraged her. Others would say, coerced. It was then that we made the decision and a promise. A decision and a promise that everyone regretted to the last of their days, and yet never broke. We took Four's body and buried her inside the factory, in the darkest corner of the deepest part we could find. Afterwards, we gathered a lot of metal trash lying around everywhere and filled the corner with it. After we were done, it looked like any other part of the factory. Just the part where the floor broke and a dirt layer not visible anymore. We returned home and said nothing. First came worried parents asking our parents if Four was with us. She always had been, after all. We didn't know where she was. We put on our best poker face and said we hadn't seen her since our last meeting. That much was true after all. The lie was that she left with us. The parents were devastated. Four siblings worried and in denial. Everything is okay. She probably just needs some time for herself. That's what they said. And we just nodded in agreement, leaving them to their futile search. What good friends we were. Four was never found. And our future we tried to protect was gray. We never achieved anything. Our group disbanded and not one of us ever found new friends. We never talked about what happened. Never even acknowledged it except in our dreams, haunting us for what we did, for our lazy excuses, trying to protect the future. All we tried to do was to excuse us from our fault. They wouldn't understand, we said. It was an accident. We didn't coerce for it. Would have been absolutely fine if she had taken the shot. All of that just a mountain of lies to absolve us of our fault. We made it seem as if we didn't need anyone's forgiveness because we knew we wouldn't get it. We didn't deserve it. What we deserved came later, came after us, one by one. Five died in his flat and was found three months later. Missed rent payments, apparently, 
His funeral was short, only his father present. Three was shoved in front of an incoming train. The culprit was never found. It was in the local news for about a day, and then nobody cared anymore. Six just went missing. The place looked for her after her workplace tried to fire her for not showing up anymore. They haven't found her yet. One went through some of the worst after what happened. He gave himself more blame than anyone else. It destroyed him from the inside. He started drinking, even on the job, and eventually was almost unrecognizable. His ultimate demise was when he started with heroin. His third shot was already golden. Seven jumped off a bridge during all of that. She didn't even make the news, so it took me a while to find out. That leaves only me on the last one. Everyone else is dead now. I'm almost done. Now I'm speaking to you directly. You know if I mean you. You never stopped. You are the only one who is still looking for four. I don't know if you care for anything I've said till now, but believe this. We have always regretted. From that very day until we died. Somehow they all knew. Knew why I visited. They didn't fight. They didn't cry. They knew it was the right thing to do. The only way for justice. They almost seemed glad. We talked about the past, about our childhood, about our dreams when we were young. Everyone had said something else, but one thing stayed the same. They asked one thing of me. They asked me to tell you where to find four. I believe Seven would have asked the same. I know you already found the factory, but you didn't find the deepest point. There's a staircase hidden beneath some roots. You'll probably have to cut your way through. After the staircase, take a left and you'll enter a room with a lot of scrap metal in the right corner. Under that metal, the floor is broken. And there you will find what you've been looking for. Lead her to the place where she can truly rest. That's all I ask of you. With that, I have to say goodbye. After all, there is still one more I have to take care of.